0: No, no cold, cold open. open. <laughs> no cold open. Welcome Jinx. to the ACC Basketball Degenerates <laughs> Podcast. DJ's in the house. I'm Luke Near, your host. Guthrie Alexander is here. The wise guy. My man Resident Lou. Wise guy.
1: My man, Lou. <laughs> Stop
0: it. And then Taylor's here, our executive producer. Hello, and then hello? Vegas Mike Jaffe from an undisclosed location is also on the line. Mike, can you hear us?
2: Yes, I can hear you. I am preparing for our trip to Charlestown. You know, I'd like to seclude myself at least a week prior to really investing in true gambling in a sports book. So I am, you know, under a shroud of secrecy. I'm sorry I can't join you guys in studio tonight. But let me tell you, this will play pay big dividends for us uh, this
1: weekend. I'm really I'm deep in it. right now. How's the bunker life, Mike?
2: You know, it's, I'm actually built for a bunker life. You know, I I'm not afraid to drink my own urine, and I'm not afraid to you know, cannibalism doesn't really seem like that bad of option. I'll be honest with you. Those guys in the Andes Mountains that soccer team, you know, I don't know oh, what yeah, all the yeah. fuss was yeah. about. You know, <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, everything's going well. I'm I'm getting a little getting a little stressed out about these uh these lower tier teams in the ACC right now. I keep keep betting on them, and they're not hitting right Does now. Yeah, the Boston so that's, College that's game on.
0: Sweating. Do you have BC gotta, on right I, now? Because I, I had to turn eat. it off. I was sweating too much. I can't I can't, <laughs> yeah, I I can't focus a, the right
2: BC now. The BC game, the Clemson game, the Notre Dames of the world. I the mean, corpse just of
0: Miami. Can we talk about that? The no, corpse we'll of there. Miami.
2: We'll I mean, you there. can't there. rely can't on these teams it. right now. These, these are the teams that I rely on to get us paid. What's, what's happened out there, guys? What do you see?
0: Well, I, I had a great ACC Big Ten challenge. I don't know about the rest of you guys. But I yeah. think last week was really solid for the team. I don't know. Did anybody tally that up? I didn't. But I think, I think we were pretty good on a lot of those. Yeah.
1: So we didn't we didn't track the first two games, but of the remaining, what is that, twelve? Um, Luke got eight right which is wow. impressive. And
0: it also ended at 7-7. I did, hey, it ended at a tie as well, even though you made fun of me for that, Taylor. I called the tie. <laughs> all 7-7 I, tie hit. That's all I could think about as I was watching the last game. I was like, I was celebrating oh, no. in a hotel room in East Lansing. Anyway, let's get to the top two teams of the conference. They both showed very well in different scenarios. Duke was playing against an Indiana team who just got blitzed out of the gates, which can happen to anybody at Cameron Indoor, but it was exceptionally... A blitzing.
3: Yeah. And then they followed that up recently by beating Stetson by Just like to, 70 yeah, points. To
0: go with the holiday theme on Donner, on Blitzen. That's what happened for the Duke's. <laughs> on Stetson, on. Cupid, I mean, I turned on the game and it was like 25 to 2. And I was like, well, why, why do I even waste my time here? I'm going to watch Wisconsin play NC
1: State.
3: Well, yeah. That's it, what I did. It I mean, was delayed. The start was delayed because the UNC game went into
1: overtime. It went to ESPN News, right? right. Mm. But and they could only delay it so much. I feel like we missed half of the first half. Something and it, like that. It didn't
3: matter. I mean, they were already up like twenty. yeah, in the, yeah.
2: yeah. I thought I actually thought Taylor's analysis of that IU Duke game was spot on. I went back and re-listened to it, where you talked about you know we had all talked about how Indiana is also a pace and space team, and you you kind of put the brakes on us. And you're like, hey guys, uh, wait a minute. Duke also would love to play in that style, and is in fact much better at it. Uh, when when teams are matched up like that, where you have two teams that do very similar things and one has a clear advantage over the other, especially athletically, uh, you know, it spells bad news. So yeah, no, no good for the Dukes uh, or for uh, Indiana there on the road. Uh, Cameron,
0: do you have like radar attached to your phone or something? What's going on over there, Mike?
1: Do I have radar? He, he's got the the self the self censor uh, app installed. That's where you are in the bunker. I we know now. Now
0: we know. We know. Anyway, I was just making fun of you.
1: Uh, D- yeah. Guthrie, thoughts on uh, IU Duke? Um, I was really, uh, I was really disappointed. This wasn't uh, a more competitive game. Um, as someone that had some some Indiana uh, uh, money, money money in the uh, in the game, uh, <laughs> you I, can't even say it. That's how upset. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, money with two e's. Money, <laughs> money, money, money. <laughs>
1: Oh gosh, yeah. Um Jeez. I still I still do like this Indiana team. Um they they're going to make some noise in the Big 10. Uh they really just need to take care of the ball. That was the thing that I really took away from the game was like everyone was just throwing the ball away needlessly continually. Um if they if they can like take care of the ball against good good to decent defensive teams in the Big 10, they're going to score really well. Like they're going to do they're going to have a very good season, I think.
3: Yeah, I mean, it's crazy that Duke can be that efficient against a team like Indiana. I mean, they mm-hmm. just not just talent, but the efficiency that they do it. And I think after the after the loss to Gonzaga, they there was a lot of talk about deliberately like spreading out some of the shots that RJ Barrett takes and maybe distributing him to Zion. You know, primarily Zion, maybe a little more Cam, Trey Jones, other stuff. And I think. As they spread that out and work the ball around, I mean, they're only going to get better. I, there was a great article that I think was, that was in The Ringer about, um, you know, R.J. Barrett and, like, the, you know, he went 0 for 5 at the end of that Gonzaga game right. and was just forcing right. up contested shots. And I, I think that as he, it's going to make him a better pro prospect and it's going to make Duke a better team as they spread the ball around a little mm-hmm. bit more. And scarier. Like, no one wants to see them in, you know, their final form.
0: Williamson's efficiency has been incredible, and if that gets any, I don't think it can get any better. You can't physically be more efficient than what he's putting up right now, especially yeah, when it's the like competition stiffens. Approaching right,
1: approaching Grant Kersey levels. He's, honestly, he's it's, it, it's it's, it's really it's really amazing. I mean, there were some statistics. I guess I guess Barrett still has shot like fifty more field goal attempts at least. Yeah, it's than a lot next, more. The next highest. It's crazy when Blanton. you look at the numbers,
3: and and Zion's true shooting percentage is at sixty nine percent even nice which is that's crazy. insane nice i know when you think about the type of player it, he is that's amazing
1: yeah that yeah. is pretty insane all
3: right well you know what i don't have too many thoughts
0: on that one because i was too busy watching the buzz cuts come back come from behind and break the hearts of taylor's wolfpack unfortunately we'll get to it for the acc but uh, we got to go to virginia before we do that they were on the road in the acc big 10 challenge take it on maryland this game from the xfinity center the Cavs built a 17 point advantage at one point I was never really worried watching this game. Were any of y'all concerned that Virginia was going to go down? No, really? No, well, I was. Oh, we, but that's I, I was because you're concerned. you and you have Maryland baggage.
1: And oh, I definitely have Maryland baggage.
2: Some- yeah, Guthrie, can you can you give me a little history lesson on the oh, you know UVA Maryland rivalry? I don't know that people remember it to the to the extent that it was. I mean, can you give us like a little history lesson on that?
1: Um, basically, uh, there, there are many years that I, I just completely, completely blacked out from, from sheer rage, uh, just, uh, Grievous, Grievous Vasquez and... I mean, if we go back even further, like well, so I Lonnie, think there's, okay, Lonnie Baxter. I'm gonna, like I, I there's think the just... issue
3: more is Guthrie. If you are maybe the biggest UVA homer among us, which spoiler alert, maybe he is. Eh, I don't debatable, know, debatable. <laughs> debatable. But I mean, anyways, I'm, I'm up there. I'm not but gonna lie. It's a it's a classic UVA fan trope to just be ready for the letdown. You know, it's like true. In, it's just ready for UVA to blow it all and it's only the last few years that they've kind of trying to erase that institutional memory.
1: Absolutely, but you have to give Maryland credit for making the run that they did in the second half. The place was absolutely rocking. They got it to within 6, I think, which I mean, it, yeah, and I think like Luke said it was it was a pretty substantial lead at one point and even in the second half.
3: They shot really well. The three they point made a lot shooting of shooting got them yeah. back in the game, yeah. which is not...
0: The norm for that team. It was a deviation for the mean. But here's what one thing I will say: Virginia is getting scored on the, in the paint more so than in prior years. Mm. Now, is that because they have faced Bruno and Ethan and the Dayton guys? Maybe, or is there something to this? Hmm.
1: Hmm. I, hmm. It, it hmm. actually, it actually hmm. is a, as as a de- the debatable Homer. Uh, of this podcast it is definitely a concern for uVA uh like even even last night in the game against Morgan State my I was watching with my dad and he's he was he was just remarked at how we weren't obliterating this tiny team on the boards like Morgan State was scrappy they were getting a lot of offensive rebounds that maybe they shouldn't and it, it's definitely a concern it's been a concern in years past but I feel like you know, aside from Jack Salt, there's not really a consistent post player that's going to, you know, be in there to s- set solid picks and grab defensive rebounds. Well,
3: let's be honest, of their most common lineups, he's really the only true post player. Like, Hunter mm. is not—I re- mean, he plays the four, but Hunter is a wing player who's going to be rebounding. And just
0: goes rogue. So here's one thing I will say. If you're looking at the makeup of this Virginia team, they're a little less physical than they have been in years past. Maybe that's one of the reasons. They're not mm. as thick. They're not as mm. wide. They've got more fluidity, which is helping them on the offensive end of, of the floor. But if you look at Braxton mm-hmm. Key, if you look, look at DeAndre Hunter, look at Kihei Clark, who's getting major minutes thus far. These are all fluid players. Kyle Guy the same way. Ty Jerome, a little bit of both on each end. I mean, he is defensively rugged and, and offensively you know, touches I, I the paint. Like, but do you know what like I'm saying, is, though, don't
2: you? Yeah, yeah, I think you're absolutely right. I feel like this is the trade-off you have to make. You know, if you want UVA to be a more fluid, more, you know, aggressive, more, you know, stylistic, slashing team, you're going to have to give up kind of that ground and pound of being able to have, you know, somebody like Gill in the middle I or agree. Jack Saltz in the middle. You know, you can't play Diakite and Salt at, at, at the same time. I
4: know so you, you know it. you
2: have to have that trade-off. So
3: and there's no Wilkins. You,
2: yeah, yeah, and I, I think Guthrie brings up a good point. As long as you can rebound, you know, you need to be able to rebound the basketball. And and UVA has struggled to do that. So as long as I feel like they can button that up, you can you can live with Braxton Key, you know, not being able to contest post players, but you do need right. him to be able to rebound the basketball. I agree. You do need Hunter to rebound. So especially if you want Hunter to is
0: rebounding at a very high clip right now.
2: Score. Yeah, yeah, his he, rebounding he's has dramatically improved.
0: It's just and one thing else I'll say because you brought up Wilkins. And not every UVA fan wants to bring that up, but he was pretty much a three on the other end of the floor. He was he gave you like a three out of ten rating offensively, and I, I prefer what they have right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was a gave you a nine whatever point
3: five out of ten on the defensive end, but there was a huge trade off. Yeah, well, like Mike is saying, it's just a different. It's, it's a trade off. It's a different look and. I mean, part of it is that you know the three, the most played lineup for UVA right now is Clark, Guy, Jerome, Hunter, and Salt, and that means your three, your small forward is Jerome, basically, and you replace, and he was your point guard beforehand, and you're replacing your six-five point guard with a five-nine point guard now, so you're losing some of that like just team rebounding of across the board that you would get, and, mm-hmm. the, and the only guy you have in the paint really like boxing i mean i know everyone's boxing out whatever but the only guy you have like taking up space in the paint for those like down low immediate rebounds is jack salt hunter is more you know he's a great rebounder but it's it's a different style and he's also Mm -hmm. playing as a wing so this team's going to be undefeated going into the acc play
0: and yeah probably i think there's something substantial to be said about they have three their three guns Ty, Jerome, DeAndre Hunter, Kyle Guy are all shooting above 42% from three. I think that's significant. That's not at a low sample size anymore as well. Braxton Key is a little bit behind that pace. I still don't trust him as a three-point shooter. He's shooting in the low 30s. But who knows? I mean, if he's going to fire away, there are going to be open looks. Can he make those? Question mark. Key Clark? I think he's hovering at 38, 39 maybe percent. Still yeah, pretty, pretty good. Off the top of my head. I don't, still have, the, I don't have the numbers above. But... The main three are shooting above 42%, which is significant. All right. Those are my UVA Kea thoughts. Kea Clark
3: is about at 31 32
0: Ah, so I, over, I overshot him. Yeah. Pun intended. Next up.
2: <laughs> calling, calling the bank, Luke. You know, that's, that's, that's cool.
0: I've had a great week, guys. I'm in a fantastic mood, much better (laughs) than last week. No, I can tell
2: if you if you compare this to how you opened last episode, where we literally had to pull your corpse up, you know, for the first twenty minutes of that show. By the end, you were having the time of your life. But you know, you showed up last week in a coffee. Yeah, you really did. Mm-hmm. You know, the first thing you told me when I walked in the door was like, Mike, I'm not going to Charlestown. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, I didn't ask. I was just asking where the bathroom was. You know? <laughs> and, and now, you know, you're just like spry and you're feeling good about life. You know, I like this Luke. This this Luke makes me happy. You know? So I'm I'm glad you're, you're back to your winning way. You're, yeah,
0: you're it summer been in December. turn of events. Which started in the <laughs> ACC Big Ten Challenge, which we're going to continue to review briefly. We need to talk about, are we, are we going on to Miami? Are we really going to do this therapy session for you, Taylor? Absolutely. Okay.
2: I mean, you might as well hit all those kind of lower tier ACC teams that have been letting me down. Who's,
0: who's worse this year? Miami or Notre Dame? Miami. I think so, oh, too.
2: Until Dewan un, Hernandez comes back. It's not happening. There's there's nothing to be had, what do you mean They until just he comes weren't back. Re- they were not ready. Dang Gak is not ready. Where's he gonna come back to? They're just not ready without a Mizundu is not ready to put up those kind of minutes. I mean, you know, they they just don't have it right now. I mean, I saw even at the end game against Yale where they're trying to run picking rolls with Anthony Lawrence and, you know, Duke, or I always want to call him Duke Johnson, Zach Johnson. And, you know, they, they clearly have not worked together enough in that environment. And Anthony Lawrence, I think I read has already taken half as many shots as he took all of last year. You know, he he's not meant to be the type of score that they're trying to make him into. And that's just a factor of Dewan Hernandez not being there. And without him, I, I don't know what Miami's going to be able to do. I don't, I don't see him making the tournament right now.
0: I'm going to make the case that Hugo Hernandez is not as big of a needle mover as you two believe. I'm going to say that even if he was around, this team would have issues. Prove me wrong.
2: Uh, I don't think I'm going to be able to. You. I don't think he's coming back. <laughs> I'm going to respond to that.
0: I'm saying imagine he was back in the form he was last season. Is this team still, are they top half of the ACC? I don't think so. I I
2: think they are. I think they are. I think he gives people enough trouble down low in an ACC where there's a lack of true big men. um, I think that he would give, give people enough trouble down low to free up Likes, to free up Johnson, to free up Lawrence in the corner. I mean, Lawrence is just meant to live in the corner and shoot threes. He's not meant to you know, run pick and rolls. I mean, it's just not not what he does.
0: Likes yeah. has been
3: fine though this year. I mean he hasn't been the problem. So here's the thing. Let me Yeah he's
2: got to do an eighteen a game.
3: Are, are you guys done with your hurtful comments so I can make my case for Miami right now? About how the season's going to be resurrected? With, with the full knowledge that... Is Dewan Heal going to come home like Michael Myers? Miami is currently down 12 to pin with a minute left in the game. So I'd with, say that's a loss. So that's four in a row. Yeah, with that... With, Two in a row to the Ivy, Ivy league. league. Ivy
1: League is a two-bid
3: league. <laughs> oh, God, here it is. <laughs> student, True student-athletes. How
0: many two-bid <laughs> league kills is Mike going to die on this year? Like, how many times can he die?
2: Because <laughs> it's going to happen with
0: uh, the SoCon,
3: right? You've got them as a yeah. 2 league. You've got the it's Ivy so League. In in
2: like, the okay. Ivy, come on, Wonderful.
3: baby. So let me, let me tell you how I think about Miami. And I, I wrote in our notes, falling or flying, question mark, which is stolen from a fantastic movie, little movie recommendation for all the listeners out there, uh, Crazy Heart. Fantastic. A couple is that years ago. The one ago, with
2: the alcoholic country singer? Yes.
3: It's it's the story oh. of Taylor Pilkington's life in a couple years minus the country yeah. star. Like what ha-
2: what happened to the dude if he found the booze right. instead of the white it's, russians yes, that's it, the, the brown water. <laughs> Jeff
3: Bridges is an aging country star and he sings a song that goes, "Sometimes falling feels like flying." And hmm. so I asked myself, is Miami falling or are they will they be flying a little bit? And you know what? They're bad. <laughs> uh, but I can't wait to take them a little later in the season when I think they will start to put it together and get some really juicy lines. I think Dewan Hernandez Hernandez is a big loss just because they don't really have a true rim protector other than Zundu. Like Mike said, Gak is not ready, and this would just allow them, they're really thin, right? This would give them an extra guy in the rotation. It would allow some of those guys to play more limited minutes and give them rebounding, scoring inside, stuff that they don't really have. And if you look at the numbers right now, their kinpom Palm efficiency on, is actually better than last year's team. The biggest difference is they're just Great. playing much, much faster. And I think that with some of the like new speed and new increased volume and new roles, guys like Anthony Lawrence are just, everybody's shooting so much worse. Anthony Lawrence is a career like above 40% three-point shooter. He's shooting 28% this year. Um, and so I think... That like that usage. If they just start to f- hit a couple of those shots, we're easily talking about them going three and one instead of zero oh and four in the last four games. Well, I've got an idea. Um Let's play a game, and we'll just Laronegas is alternating with lineups, and Hernandez doesn't know. I, I think they're gonna. He's he's played a lot of lineups. They're, he's trying to do it. I think they're going um, fi- to figure something I wanna, out. I want
2: to play a game. I want to play a game. Let's I play can't a game. hear Taylor yeah, Talk to me anymore and make excuses. You ready, for,
3: Mike? Also, bring learning. back I'm Hernandez. Ready. You know what? VJ King is in the same probe, and they're playing him. Who cares if you forfeit the games later? Just bring him back. We just gave Taylor yeah. a minute and 11 seconds, and I don't even know if anything was
0: said uh, in that minute 11. <laughs> so we're going to play a game. Got three ready. Jigsaw. Let's go. All right. Uh-huh. And this is almost going to be like hot potato, you know, big booty, however you want to call it. If you stumble, you lose. Let's start by naming teams who will finish lower than Miami in the ACC final standings. I'll start. Wake Forest, Guthrie.
1: Georgia Tech.
3: Pitt. Oh, no. You don't think? Wrong. I think we might have exhausted all the options. Sorry, Mike.
2: I think you're done. I don't even think I got it. Notre Dame, maybe?
0: (laughs) Yeah, so actually, (laughs) to
1: answer the question that you asked to start this whole discussion, I think actually Notre Dame will finish below Miami this season. I tell I, me why,
2: Guthrie. tell me why.
1: Uh your Irish are not looking so hot right now, by the way. Yeah, yeah I, I this think
2: team is competing right now with a Oklahoma okay. Oklahoma in the Jimmy V.
0: Cut. No, they're
1: not at home. It's a yeah, no, it's neutral floor.
2: Yeah. No,
1: right. I so basically Jim Larinega is doing the Roy Williams I have no idea what to do, my team is terrible and Mike Bray says, Here, hold my beer. Like I think that <laughs> I think the Irish are... In contention for being the worst team in the ACC this season. I said it last wow. podcast, my opinion has not changed. Somehow they were able to beat Illinois. I, Frankly, Illinois stormed back and almost won it at the buzzer. I, mm-hmm. I think Frazier had a, a look from a three that just like rimmed out. And that would have been quite a steal. But... I mean, the, yeah. you know, if they can pick up this win against Oklahoma, great, but That's I'm not seeing win. it. That's a solid win. It is a solid win. I think Oklahoma is pretty pretty darn good. Down
3: by three with 30 seconds left currently. Yeah. Okay.
1: They, but, are, Their next two are not
0: easy either. They have UCLA after this, and then they have Purdue.
1: Yeah. I mean, I I really i am worried about the way that they defend, and really what really concerns me about Notre Dame is, is offense. Like, <sighs> The offensive sets have looked so disjointed, and sure, they're not turning the ball over nearly as much as some other teams in the ACC. But you know, holding onto the ball and getting a bad shot is almost as bad as a turnover. It sometimes. might be the
0: worst Notre Dame offense we've seen since they joined the league.
1: Yeah, I th- I think that's perfectly fair, and that's
0: a problem. That's a problem, Mike,
1: mm. with wait- a capital
0: P. We're waiting, Michael. Yeah. Well,
1: the worst part
2: is as I'm watching as I'm listening to Guthrie, you know, throw all kinds of dirt on the grave of Notre Dame. I have to watch Rex Luger just brick two free throws to potentially put that team, um, you know, within striking distance here of Oklahoma. Anyways, you know what? They can't shoot. I disagree. I disagree. i How disagree. Can you have a Notre Dame? like. Unlike what Taylor was talking about, about Miami getting better, I think this young Notre Dame team will actually get better throughout the year. No, I used I, the young think,
0: word. Oh, yeah. man.
2: You know, That's a bad got, sign, Mike. they got five Mike. freshmen out here that are giving them big minutes right now. I think that they will actually improve. I think that Mike Gray will coach them up. I, I believe, you know? What can I say? I'm a believer. Um, and And I think they're really going to, you know, I think when you talk about that UCLA game and I think, we have a big game when we go to uh, Charlestown. You're gonna find me betting heavy on Notre Dame money line. And you know what? If Guthrie's there beside me, and we're maybe we're sharing some chicken fingers, he's probably you know you know what it is. Guthrie's probably a guy that likes boneless chicken wings. You know what? That—that's what it is. You know what? I like Gross. It with the bones.
4: Gross. Okay.
2: You know, give me the bones. Do Guthrie. you like sucking I, the marrow I, out? <laughs> yeah. G- give me the whole deal. I, as Guthrie used to eat the whole core of the apple, I eat the whole chicken wing. Okay. <laughs> I eat bones and all. Grind it up like that. That bad prince in Lord of the Rings. Okay. Blood dribbling down my chin. All right. So Guthrie, you know grape? what?
3: Excuse me, he was a steward. He was the steward. Yeah, was yeah, he was not sharing. royalty.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you guys are too deep. Anyway, bottom line is I believe, okay? I believe and I'm, I'm willing to take risks to get there. I, I actually believe the Notre Dame is, is a much better team than Miami at this point. I do think that they'll continue to improve. and I think you'll see them in that class of like the Louisville Clemsons where they're Somewhere around seventh in the AB, ACC this year. I like
3: Boston I like, College more than all these teams you've talked about. You're comparing Notre Dame to Louisville and Clemson. Yeah,
2: yeah, I
0: think they're that good. Well,
3: let's talk about those Louisville Cardinals because,
0: you know what, Mike? That was your biggest moment of the ACC Big Ten Challenge. All of us <laughs> got duped into the classic early Michigan State. How could they possibly lose? How could they not cover? And right. then Chris Mack pulled down Thomas's pants. And even though Teddy Valentine was trying to rescue Tom. Oh,
2: gosh. Gosh. From did the embarrassment. You see the, that F U that uh, Chris Mack threw at him right as overtime started. Yes. I was like, oh, God, we're in for it now.
0: And then you know what? The team rallied around that in mm-hmm. overtime. They got the job yeah. done.
2: And they were dominating overtime.
0: Yeah, and you were all over that. This is how they built the Venetian Louisville. Well, you,
2: you, guys, do it. you guys got Venetians a little bit. We did. Yeah, you got Venetian.
0: <laughs> I was on Louisville. <laughs> Louisville's playing harder than that. I think they
1: played, even under the Patino years. Wow,
2: wow.
0: That's a
1: that's strong statement. Their defense, that is, their defense is is not nearly as as strong. No, I, I think it's fair to say. But they're playing harder. It's not
2: the focus of the team. Yeah,
1: yeah. their effort it's is a different there. team.
2: Yeah, I'll tell you the offense looks good. I mm. mean, lots of movement. You know, I, I just lots of open shots. You know, you don't you don't see them. You don't see possessions ending the way that possessions used to end under Patino. So you yeah. know, kudos to Chris Mack. You know, I, I think let's let's hype my man up a little bit. He's had he's had a couple big wins. You got the signature win against Michigan State. I the mean, Seton Hall follow up yeah.
0: on the road was impressive. That's a that, that's going to be a good win. Mean, a solid that's a, that's win. That's a
2: big win. I mean, people were. People were, you know, dangling from the lower testes of Seton Hall, you know, <laughs> after after the holiday tourneys. I mean, you know, they were, oh, oh, Big East, you know, you know, Big East this, Big East that, you know. Louisville came out and they shut them up out there, too. So, I mean, kudos to Chris Mack and that squad out there, man. They got something going out there. I also They're don't so think impressive. Cunningham is
0: playing well yet compared to what he has shown during the previous years of his career. Now, obviously not playing... The same caliber of opponents he's going to be playing shortly once the conference schedule starts, but I think there's more in the tank from him, and I love Sutton. Big Sutton yeah. fan right here. Yeah. Well, so yeah.
3: anytime you can have a game like McMahon had against uh Michigan State, Michigan State that's like, yeah. big. Like from, like a bonus, but yeah. they, they don't ride or die with him. No, I'm just saying like that yeah. is takes him to the next level. Like, he was awful against I, Seton Hall. I love the way and they.
2: I heard, I heard on the Mark Titus podcast that he was actually recruited by Dickie V. That uh, I guess that uh, Dicky V was sending text messages to Patino about hurting him. Did you guys know that?
1: No, no, I didn't.
2: That's a nice, nice little nugget. I was impressed there.
1: Right? You know, first Is that a can
3: he it, do that? I yeah, I was it. gonna say. I don't know <laughs> <laughs> journalistic integrity. Yeah. One of our Sounds nation's well. like finest.
1: Some kind of uh, ethical line there. Finest journalists,
3: Dickie V. Yeah. yeah, well, you know. I don't see him connecting <laughs> with today's youth that much.
1: Youth, yeah. What's his emoji I mean, game like?
3: I, I, I just I love how Louisville attacks the basket. I mean, they're drawing fouls at the number one rate in the nation, and that's huge. It just
1: mm-hmm.
3: puts the game so much on their footing, puts the other team on the back foot. Let me ask you something. I mean, did you guys,
2: have you guys not mentioned Dickie V's periscope game? You can literally watch Dickie V live any moment of his life. Um, but that's just a side note, sorry. Yeah, they they get the line great too, but Dicky V's periscope game is – is legit. So it's, almost good. are, it's, it's almost as good to the people. It's almost as good.
0: Let me ask you guys a real question, okay? McMahon and Alex O'Connell are they like Jekyll and Hyde, or they Cain and Abel? It, and, like he's almost like the dark side of Alex O'Connell. And that one will kill the other. I don't know. Spoiler alert. Maybe is that fair? Sure. He's the
1: dark side of Alex O'Connell. I'm very hair. confused. Like Alex O'Connell, my goodness, get a haircut. As someone that used ridiculous. to have hair. I you, like it. Sh- you shame me. I like
3: it. have said that he's not playing this year. That's I think it's my a
4: good look.
0: Quibble. Yeah, oh. he would been. He would have been a fun character to have in our little game of chess. But anyway, <laughs> oh, f- let's ridicule people. Okay, next up, more takeaways, more teams to get into. Uh, we're still doing Fallen and flying, right? Sure. We've hit the we major can do it for characters. Everybody. We've hit the Big Eagle, which is Miami. We've hit the Falcon, which is Notre Dame. Who else do we have? How Clems- do you feel I about- think Clemson has to be in this discussion.
1: Yeah, is, is Clemson yeah. a chicken? Is is that is that you know apt? They're a turtle ab- dove because tur- <laughs> okay. okay. they
2: All lay right. an egg every now and again. Is that what it is?
1: I mean, uh,
0: not get returns on Clemson early. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> not
2: at all. They're, they're a little, they're a little overvalued, but you know, I think there's a bit of a hangover there because I think that they, you know, they made it to the second weekend last year. I think they were, they were a top five team in the ACC last year. I think they know it's a grind. I, you know, I think when, when you have experience in these longer basketball seasons, I think you're, you're known to start off a little slow. You know, a la Syracuse. You know, um, you know, so it's not a huge surprise that Clemson has started a little slow. You know, I didn't particularly like him in the top seven of the ACC this year and you know I think teams like Florida State have gone on to separate themselves so you know Clemson's not quite there yet but you know and maybe oh just maybe you know Brownell is still coach we thought he was for the past 10 years maybe oh maybe you know this last year didn't change everything and he's not now a good coach so you know who knows.
0: Has anyone soured on the Marquise Reed? Marquise Reed, Quise. is it Keys? Quees Reed? Marquise. Marquise. Okay, thank you.
2: Don't, don't disrespect. I'm sorry. Me. <laughs> I was talking North Carolina no.
0: football earlier today, so that's why I'm. All, no,
2: you know, there up. is no souring on Marquise Reed. He's 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 the best player in the ACC.
3: Whoa, so that's a clearly false statement. But sure.
2: <laughs> no, he
3: is. He is. Wait, doesn't
0: the Cheval best player Dales in the ACC our... play for NC State and is a swingman for Absolutely. NC State?
3: Absolutely.
2: <laughs> Markel. Oh, Markel. Uh, don't, don't get me started. I did write another one. I'm not going to share
4: it yet. <laughs> our next
1: shirts, I think, should have that poem on the, on the back. Yeah. I think that would be, that would be real te- real touching. Well, we ran out of yeah, shirts I tweet, and Mike I keeps going to him. We'll give him a shirt.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay well, let's go to another team with orange associated with them and you know what that a- actually you guys are not gonna believe this but orange is this team's last name we're talking about syracuse oh. they are back in oh. flight my friends and uh, i just think it was a classic holiday tournament. there was something down in the water wherever they went where did they go
2: Hmm. Um, where did they where go? Did they go?
0: they went they to went Madison anywhere. Square Garden. Oh, yeah. yeah. So that, that New York, that New York, York, New York water. water. They Awful. went so
3: far south. <laughs> <laughs> don't hop in
0: that river and swim over to the Statue of Liberty. Don't do the Staten Island uh, trek. Regardless, they're back. They took it to Ohio State. Ohio State were massive favorites in this one. Yeah. They got it together behind the, the Luke theory of there's going to be a game where Syracuse is going to write the ship. And they are going to upset someone. It happened in the ACC Big Ten Challenge. It usually happens in conference play.
3: It happened a little bit earlier today. Well, I mean, yeah. I think the obvious thing to say is that Frank Howard is back, and I mean that makes a big difference. It's one of their key guys, even though he hasn't really played very well yet. That's another. That's like another piece that they've been missing.
0: Absolutely, I Matthias mean, has been leading yeah, the charge. Though. I don't.
3: I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't say that he's like immediately taking over games. But just even if Tyus is their guy, he's, like, lifting some of the responsibility from Tyus. Yeah, but I mean. I mean
2: the, the other the other thing is that uh, defensively also having him up top at the top of that zone has got to be just like a warm blanket in the night for for Bayheim and the rest of the Syracuse defense. <laughs> you know, I mean, that, that position, that ball denial and kind of shaping how all offenses Look at the basket now. Having Frank Howard up front in that length, uh, I think it is a huge is a huge plus for them as well. Not only taking away the uh, you know on ball responsibilities of guys like Battle, but also the defensive uh, prowess. Well, you, uh, I think is also and critical.
3: usually usually in the lineup he re- would replace. We're assuming Jalen Carey, who mm-hmm. he's a little bit taller, a little bit longer than Jalen Carey, but also like Jalen Carey's a freshman who's just getting used to playing in the Bayham system. So you've got someone now who's got a little more experience, knows that, you know, it just adds that much more to all the zone stuff you're talking yeah. about. Yeah,
0: and you know what? They do have a yeah, gift. The They've thing. given us a gift on the schedule just in time for Christmas, which is the Buffalo game, which I'm very excited to watch because Buffalo has been outstanding thus far. They're a top 25 team. And it comes at a perfect date. right around. The, it comes on the 18th. Virginia will be in exams, Duke will be playing Xbox, other, you know, <laughs> in one Fortnite of Fortnite the dullest season. times guys, of his calendar.
2: Guys, can, can we pause for one second? I'm...
0: No, we're not pausing. Oh, that's so great. We're not pausing, we're carrying on. I'm sorry, Mike. Okay, let's go. Uh, uh,
2: uh, okay. What was okay, happening over fine. there? That's fine. I'll just watch Jimmy V on my own. Please, oh. continue.
0: I'm stumbling all over the place tonight, but <laughs> we're going to go to North Carolina now. What? I feel very vindicated about being on Michigan Island. You guys are welcome to join me. Hey,
2: carried him down the stairs. Jeez. All right, sorry Wait,
3: what? <laughs> What's going on in the bunker over there? Don't. Don't engage. I'm
2: having, I'm having a moment. There's a lot of stuff to drink in this bunker. I'm sorry. Please continue.
3: <laughs> Here's the question. Okay, so North Carolina recently dropped two games. Michigan. Depending, do you think that it's Michigan is that good or UNC is that? They're wonderful. Right. Michigan is great. They dropped the game to Texas. So, how much, how worried are you that they are, you know, maybe middle class ACC as opposed to top tier ACC? What does top tier even mean? Do you think they hang with UVA and Duke? Are they top four? Are they double by? Is that your question? Yeah. I still think so. Probably, of course. Yeah, Yeah, I I agree. uh, I think think top four. Are they going to split with UVA and Duke? Are they going to? You know, are they better than either of those teams? Are they even no. in the same conversation?
0: They're a little bit under, in my opinion. But
3: they're they're close. They're scratching. You know, they're nipping at something. I think they're not close. Oh, And I'll tell you why. Wow. I think that their defense is... If you look at the numbers, the defense is okay, but to me it looks atrocious. Um, I think they don't know how to defend ball screens. I think they send, like multiple guys to try and hedge ball screens and leave like half the team open. I think that their calling card transition offense has been not as good as it usually is. You know, in a traditional Rory Williams offense, the point guard's job is to get the ball from, uh, you know, the top of the key to the top of the key as fast as possible. And I think that they, while I think Kobe White is probably the only freshman who's, Who's really contributing that much, honestly? Nasir Little is great, but he doesn't really fit in. He doesn't fit into their system. Mm -hmm. I think Kobe White is the one who's the best, but they are not pushing it fast enough, and their transition offense is not the typical North Carolina transition offense you need. And they don't, I mean, they don't have it.
0: Let me tell you something There's, there's a reason to buy North Carolina right now. It's because we're seeing the Roy Williams. We got our butts kicked. That moments, the rallying the... cry, the Wolford Terriers just completely keep tearing Bad Dadgum, chapter last gum, year, well,
3: his big quote from after Michigan and was then, like, "We're not a very good team, and I'm not yes, a very good coach, and we're that's bad." That's the moments, and yeah. I have nothing good to say about any of us, or something like that. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah.
0: You know, it's like when Coach K has to go to the doctor for flexural because it's you know back issue <laughs> season. This is the same thing, but it's for North Carolina. It is the rallying cry. It is the yeah. if I had a Jeff Capel, I would put him in charge for two games. But you know he doesn't have it, so he's gonna keep on you know wearing the nice jackets. He does have good jackets
3: always.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm not I'm not as concerned.
3: I mean I'm not like concerned. They're still very good, very talented. But I I just wish the Texas loss is looking worse a and bit worse. worse.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Wait, so talk so...
3: me out of my funk on North Carolina right now. Talk me out. They're great at home. Okay. They're
0: not going to lose at home, except to perhaps well, so Virginia was, Duke.
1: So, um, so that was going to be my question. Um, so I, I I do share some of your concerns, Taylor, with with this Carolina team. Uh, the the ball screen uh, comment in particular it's resonates. Em,
3: it's embarrassing how they try and defend ball screens. Yeah, like, yeah. emphasis on try. It's embarrassing. They,
1: they, it, it's, it, it's, it, yeah, it's very uh, perplexing. And that's but like
3: the fundamental college basketball and any basketball like offensive game. Anyways, continue. Well, I've got news for you guys. They're beating Gonzaga in about a week and a couple days. Yeah, yeah, I, was, I, I was, actually, actually kind of believe that I kind of want to take them in. If they're playing Gonzaga and then Kentucky. I kind of want to take them in Taylor, both those games. you're just a
1: confused person.
3: <laughs>
0: i mean so confused that's, in life.
1: That's the human condition, my man. Uh, so I think you absolutely take North Carolina first half in the Gonzaga game. If anything, we've we've seen in Gonzaga Arizona and Gonzaga Creighton. Yes, they the other Slow team covered starts. like both both times easily. So I think you hammer North Carolina first half and then probably double down on Gonzaga for the game because I think Gonzaga is like a perfect team to deal with. Carolina and exactly what we're talking about
0: Carolina doesn't have anybody to defend Rui which is a problem yeah it's not going to be Luke May by the way no sorry North
3: Carolina fans love you and they're not going to score in the post and I've come around on Luke May oh he's the only person around he's the only person on North Carolina who can score with his back to the basket in the post you're right none of their other big guys can do that
1: yeah I'm I'm very I'm concerned for Carolina against Gonzaga I think they should be okay against Kentucky.
0: Yes, that Kentucky team is the biggest fraud in the top ten. And it's not even close. It's by a landslide. And that's saying a lot because Kansas is also in the top ten. They're in the top five. They're one of my fraudulent top five teams. But that's a conversation for a
1: non-conference i was,
3: I'm, I'm waiting to jump on that bandwagon We should, do a,
1: we should do a non-conference special episode. That'd we, be all right. Yeah. Pick, UNC pick, is
2: like, going to win the ACC.
3: Yeah, I, oh, I was waiting for someone to give us the opposite take. <laughs> I
2: mean, that's the mean, that's the only take that matters. Uh, UNC is going to win the ACC. Once they figure it out, it'll take them some time. But I, I like their, their overall depth and what they can do to the top flight of the ACC. I, I think they can... You know, beat up a team down low, like against the Duke, and I think that they can. I think that they can get enough to score in transition against a team like Virginia. Um, you know, I, I like them against That's the top a joke. flight of the ACC. I, I like them. ACC champion UNC Tar Heels. <laughs>
0: I don't put it on the board. <laughs> so you're going back on your Syracuse Orange?
2: Yeah, I Cheating think on. it's. Um, I, I think that no, I don't, I don't like them to win the ACC anymore. I don't.
0: Okay, well, we're we're all gonna
3: reevaluate come January.
0: We're gonna,
3: I think, before season play starts, conference play starts, we're gonna do a re-review, re-preview, or whatever of the Mm -hmm. ACC, something like that. Oh,
2: that okay, all right, I like that idea.
3: Prepare yourselves, prepare your body. We're going
0: on to our next segment, which is authored by Guthrie. It's called.
1: Oh, Oh, are we gonna do this one? Do we talk about? um... Let's
3: talk about NC State real quick. Yeah, oh, forgetting Please. about the other team. Go ahead. How long are you going to take? Can we time you? Can you yeah. start a clock?
0: I mean... You went like one minute and 11 on Miami. It didn't say a thing. <laughs> so
3: I wonder how long you can go I, on NC State. I don't have much to say other than I still think they're great. I think it was a heartbreaking loss um, to it really, Wisconsin. It really was. Yeah. They were
1: winning for most of that game. And then the buzz cut came
0: and just turned into a human cone. Yeah.
3: I mean, they've had a good... They beat uh, Vanderbilt by 15, which is a pretty good win, even though Vanderbilt's not the best team in the world, but that's great. I mean, I just... I love what they're doing. I love uh, Wyatt Walker, the last samurai down there. He's... He, he kind of got... In the Wisconsin game, it was a problem because he gets outclassed by, like, very good post players, so Hap was a very dependable score for Wisconsin near the end of the game. But uh, the... The combo of, like, Dorn, Bryce, Johnson on the perimeter. CJ Bryce. Yeah. It's so good. I mean, it, it's – and they stopped hitting some shots. They kind of settled for mid-range jump shot jump shots, which is just not what you want to see, those contested things. But, and
0: then Ethan Happ woke up also.
3: Yeah, I mean – almost was for them fouling him down the stretch every
0: time yeah.
1: he touched the
3: rock. That probably would have been yeah, a it worked decent better.
1: strategy. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Dude,
2: Taylor, Taylor, are you not going to mention Markel Johnson?
3: I think I, did I not name him? Yeah, Markel Johnson is amazing. I think he's. Thank you.
2: Thank you. I mean. You don't need to say anything else. I, I heard know. someone
1: wrote a poem about him. The best point
3: guard in the <laughs> ACC.
0: Yeah.
2: Man, yeah. you can tell this he is, is the a, point a
0: card. dog days of the non-conference schedule podcast. You can, you can feel it. <laughs> well, yeah, they, <laughs> we're, scra- we're like scraping the barrel they, for like another Markel in, Johnson poem. In a couple of weeks,
3: they, they play Penn State, which would be a, a really good game to watch. And then the next mm. week, Auburn. Which will be, I mean, both those games are going to be very interesting. Oh,
0: speaking of Penn State, they upset our unanimous decision that Virginia Tech was going to win again. So, yet again, when the Hokies have backing from all four of us, they decide to, nah, no thanks, we're not going to win. Does that that win make you concerned? From Penn State? No, for, for Virginia Tech. Does it make you worried? A little bit. Like, let's not pretend that this is a team who's going to win the league. And that's been mentioned on... Some halftime reports Tech? this year. Oh yeah, no. So, I think we can go ahead and squash that from the national media.
3: I think they're very dangerous. I mean, when they get that offense, they are a team full of pure shooters.
0: They might be able to squeak in at four, but I still think they they're somewhere around the six range, five, six, six, five, seven, because all that second tier, which we expected to be very good, it has underachieved. Clemson's underachieved. Florida State's right around where we expected. That's a good team to talk about. but well, um. I, th-
3: I think Mike mentioned that, like, for Tech, Ahmed Hill just, like, disappears in certain games, and it just always happens to be the key games that they need. He just goes MIA. And, yeah. you know, it's a big part of their offense is how all those guys work together. You have Alexander Walker, Robinson. You know, they, they work those handoffs on the perimeter, the dribble drives, that sort of thing, the screens mm-hmm. off the handoffs. And when they're all shooting well, that offense is incredible. But sometimes when they go cold, or like somebody like Hill disappears, it really they really take a big hit because they don't really attack the basket that well. They don't you know draw fouls. They're also not defending as well either.
0: And Black's just hanging out on the perimeter more than I would like him to, if I'm Buzz Williams. But I don't know. It's the modern era. Okay, I think it's time (laughs) for the segment.
1: Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. So this week on Do I Have a Gambling Problem?
0: With Guthrie Alexander, I will say that I
1: hosted by Guthrie I Alexander. I really wanted to talk about this because so I saw this post uh, last week, I think, and it just it it just brought so many questions and so many topics of conversation. So William Hill posted the lines for it. This is this is a future prop bet for Game of Thrones. End of season, end of series. The popular who, book series and television yeah. series by George R. 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 Martin, yeah. for those who aren't familiar. Exactly. You know. Well, Taylor exactly. does not watch the television series. He's a purist. Yeah. I don't. You're right. The series formerly known as A Song of Ice and Fire. I've read all the books. Don't watch the TV show. You're welcome. So... For Mike the longest time
0: he, Mike has not seen this He's waiting for like Two decades down the road Like he did with Star Wars So yeah, we'll catch I'm up am sorry, we'll sorry catch about up this. in 30 years I'm sorry about this Jaffe
2: yeah. well, I, I can't even tell you man Taylor is insufferable When it comes to TV he, There's a TV up in his Like living room right now That his father-in-law put up And he's like oh, As soon as he leaves I, You know that TV It's coming down <laughs> Yeah, he's just like one of those people that just like planted the flag like it's the damn Oklahoma land rush. The TV has no place in his home. That's you why know? they
3: call him the Sooners. You know, they went before
0: it was legal. Yeah, he likes watching <laughs> basketball on his laptop. He prefers it actually that way.
2: Yeah, it's just like, oh man, like give it a rest. Like we get it, you know. All right, sorry. Guys. Back no, that's sorry. right.
3: I... I've never felt more proud of myself than
1: in this moment. <laughs> I'm really happy for yeah. you. Tyler. <laughs> so I, I just wanted to bring this up because I was incredibly surprised. This this, this line is as as of uh, I don't know a week ago or so. So I remember checking this about a year ago. So like right after right after the season ended. Yeah. And the the, the favorite. I mean, you probably would expect this. The 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 favorite. Like the the worst odds is Danny. For, yeah, Danny and Jon Snow. Yeah, tune like,
3: out now if you don't actually yeah, if you don't know care anything about this, about One then... of them's
1: going down, I'm sorry. We yeah. will
3: talk about college basketball gambling a little later. Yeah, yeah. Hit the skip button a second.
1: Yeah, but I feel like this is worth discussing. Yeah, hit me. So, so I, I mean, I had never heard of like the line changing this much on, on this kind of like entertainment prop bet. I know you've always said, don't bet on something that someone else knows the answer to. Like, already. Right. But, you Never. know, it's too its Why? too tantalizing. It's a rule.
0: It's already been produced. Because you're getting taken. Do you think they're going to change the script because you have some race on Cersei?
3: No. It's, n- it's not a question of changing it. Just don't bet on what anybody else knows already. Because the line is somehow going to be affected by what other people know.
1: Yeah. Too tantalizing, though. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, I checked this line... Uh 7 days ago who do you think was the the favorite as in the worst odds in terms of payout Hodor He's actually on the list but <laughs> it's plus 10,000 or something like that Really Bran Stark
3: Bran yeah. Stark oh, is plus
1: 110 Wow, plus one ten. Yeah,
3: yeah. That is. He still
1: doesn't have any legs. That, that is
3: no. insane. No, he's the.
2: Okay, you think fucking Lieutenant Dan is gonna? Yeah, save exactly. Us from the
1: Lieutenant, Dan. No. Lieutenant Dan, Lieutenant Dan is plus one ten. raven sit, man, to mini, sit the iron, Mini eyes on one. Yeah, I'm, I'm going yeah. yeah Bloodraven. Which way do you guys get it? No. Blood raven. No. Legitimate question. I mean, how, like physically, how is he gonna sit on the iron throne? I don't know, but like my interest well, is he's not gonna
0: stand on it. So actually, there might be a good case.
1: That's true. But my my question is like, where did this line movement come from? Like, what? Who's who's pushing this the down? Yeah, are the sharps are all are the sharps all no, on? This, it's George
3: RR himself.
1: Oh, he's, he's going to cash Too much time in on... spent
0: on the three eyed raven
1: storyline. That's mm. why so do you think do you think, think it's a it. misguided it's a misguided line movement like do you think do you think it's it's unlikely I mean that's something Jorge would do to us right he would spend too much time on
0: on the uh the brand storyline and just get rid of them I I don't know I feel like there's a purpose to the whole Raven warg thing right yeah yeah
1: yeah I think there's gotta be but here's I, a be- I feel like it's unlikely here's a better question who's going I- down first
0: Who's the first person to go down?
1: Oh yeah, that that is a prop bet I would love to make, and it, I mean I don't know, I, I guess of like all the major characters, Jamie,
3: Ned Stark I probably. I was thinking the same thing. Ooh, I'm worried that take. that's going
0: to be the yeah. case. Anyway, that's that's a beautiful so anyway, intro, too. Uh, do I have a problem? That is the
3: segue
1: to Got three. Hit us. Uh, do I have a gambling problem in other areas? I, I I'm not sure what you mean. I, I wanted notice. to talk about this for thirty minutes. <laughs>
0: Well, if you have seen what our living room looks like right now, Mike, Guthrie and I have turned our living room into a bunker, you know, for lack of a better word. Really? We now have three TVs above the 40-inch size in our living room. Oh, wow. And we put two of them to use last Saturday, and it was a glorious Saturday. And we also probably Mm. figured out the cure to parlay syndrome. Do you want to hear this? Sure. So we had our buddy Dave over. He is pretty much like a, a you know, an honorary roommate. Honorary so, podcast. So this is how you
3: know you have a gambling problem, and this is what I want. <laughs> this is the segue. It's like Guthrie betting indiscriminately on Game of Thrones lines, and Luke future prop That's 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 you know, at know. one a.m. and then
0: Luke doing this sort of parlay stuff. You no, know, turning you know the yeah. living room into a sports right. a with you know palms right. and lots of TVs. Anyway, I came up with a fantastic idea. Mike, you're going to love this, and we're doing this on Saturday. I said, all "All three of us, at the beginning of the day, before the noon tips, we're all picking a game, which we think undeniably has the best chance of hitting no matter what. Guthrie, of course, took an over-under. He took the Marquette over. He's like, I'm riding or dying with this. I took Michigan, who were slight favorites over Purdue. We know how that turned out. And Mm -hmm. David did exactly what he always does. He went with Northern Colorado or, or some team like that that you would love. And right, right. Th- we immediately started talking smack to each other. Like, uh David's like, oh, you know, Michigan's gonna screw it up for us, and then, yeah. you know, Marquette's playing; they're not on pace early on. We start ribbing Guthrie. It's fantastic. He gets nervous. <laughs> I was sweating the entire first half because you don't want to be the person to blow it for the team because you're going to be ridiculed, right. and we're going to make a chart right. of who blows it the most, and we're going to hang it probably well, in the living you, room. You put a parlay with all those picks together. Yeah, we yeah, put yeah. them all
1: together it and three-game three parlay. And
0: guess what, Mike? All of them hit,
1: and so no. we, we were rewarded the first time we did it. We were unable yeah. to ridicule anybody, so we, it's a sign. We, it's a sign. It's a it's a great from sign from the gambling gods. Thou shalt do a 3 to 4 game parlay depending on the lineup every Saturday. Yeah. Exactly. That so, is very
2: specific.
0: <laughs> so this is going to happen with the four of us. I'm on, already on worried Saturday. about what Taylor's going to do. I I'm so Miami excited. Money line, baby. I'm
1: I'm so excited actually.
0: Yeah. Anyway, that's uh that's what I have to say on number 3 on the outline. Anything else?
2: did. no, I'm just fired up for Charlestown. I'm just excited to go gamble with you guys in person and watch some ACC basketball. I almost don't even, I don't even really care about anything else right now. And when I say that, I mean literally I don't care about anything else. <laughs> I mean, this is all that matters to me. I, You know, I'm like one of those people that get way too excited about like a trip or an event and, you know, we'll spend the next four or five days planning for it, and making sure it's going to be great for all of us and it's going to be fantastic. And I'm going to blow it within the first like six hours. I'm going to be way too hammered. I'm gonna, you know, like I'm gonna immediately put a five hundred dollar bet on like Northwestern, you know, a team that I don't even like, but I just kind of thought the line was interesting. Um, so, you know, I, but if you guys can rein me in with whatever mystical uh, strategy you're gonna you know, devise up, uh, that would be very helpful for my overall mental health.
3: Well, let's talk about those um, games coming up on Saturday, should we? Yeah, Here, yeah let's, we let's, let's at least pick a couple of the lines. There's so many good games. This weekend. Let's pick a there couple are. of the it's ACC It's a perfect weekend. Let's. I'm going to skip right to the ACC ones. Okay, Clemson, Mississippi State. The game is in Newark, New Jersey. We're projecting that Mississippi State will be two-point favorites against Clemson.
2: How'd you imagine anyone being on Clemson in this one? But I like them one-on-one, especially at the guard position. I like Clemson here, plus two.
1: Oh, my. Yeah, I agree. Mississippi State's good. They are. They are very good.
2: Great team.
3: They are. They're a great team. Um, I'm going to take Clemson with no analysis other than that's what Mike did.
1: That's what Mike said. (laughs) I'll make it three. Oh, my it'll be on
2: Mississippi State. No give, give,
1: me, give me the Bulldogs. Give me the Bulldogs. I mean, That's Quindary Weatherspoon smart. is a great, yeah. Mm. I, I actually love Ben Howland. I think he's a terrific coach, and he has a great team this year. Give me Give me Mississippi State.
3: All right, let me hit you with another one. A little more juicier, Notre Dame at UCLA. Okay. Oh, Mike. Man,
2: there's no, there's no, Mike. This is for you to take no a stand. argument about
3: where I stand on this. So I think UCLA is only going to be like a five-point favorite. he's serious?
2: yep, It doesn't matter. Maybe six doesn't points, matter.
3: five or six points. Maybe might go up a little bit more, considering. Notre
2: Dame money line. This,
3: oh this no!
2: I got a buddy that's driving cross country right now, driving from LA, you know, to meet us in Charlestown, and he told me. At, at about Albuquerque, you know, he, you know, he had been still he just was listening to podcasts, thinking about life, and he told me, he said, Jaffe, I've got a revelation for you, man. West Coast kids, they're too soft. They can't win championships. You know, you need a, you need these big East guards. You need, you know, we know Kemba Walker. You need Ron Artest. These West Coast kids, there's too much weed. There's too much sun. It's too fun out there. You can't win a championship. You can't win big games. So I still believe that to be true. Therefore, I'm taking the uh, tough Midwestern kids, and
3: I'll take Notre Dame. Just a quick fact check here. Moses Brown, the center for UCLA, is from Queens, New York. Chris Wilkes is from Indianapolis in Indiana. Uh, So, you know, there you go. Prince Ali from the Bronx, New York. Jalen Hans, he's from San Diego. But, you know, anyways. I love that you guys are so excited
0: about going in on a game Featuring two programs in down years. I generally don't like to do that. But you know Mm. what? I'm going to go with Stephen Offord and the UCLA Bruins because Dave Pasch and Bill Walton are going to be reunited tomorrow. And they might be on this game, It's a
3: sign. Are they on this game? Uh, Will
2: they be on the game? Because that's a a
0: sign. Oh, God, I They get reunited tomorrow. So I'm Mm. only assuming that they can make it um <laughs> wait, the game, no, they can't do it because the game's at South Bend. So never mind. Oh no, it's no, no it's no, at it's, UCLA. Yeah, yeah, it's
1: at, it's in it's in. Oh, uh, Q- Q- yeah. the Bruins, I'll take yeah, it. I feel like UCLA is a
3: classic like blows out bad teams, but gets crushed by any team with talent. Yeah,
0: Oklahoma beat them by five. They got crushed in that one. They lost to Radford, who was very talented. They lost by three in that
3: one. So
2: yeah, I just saw. So, the
0: so they've Radford, been blown out Radford by a total, a combined. Eight no, points. I'm Incredible. talking about,
3: uh, sorry I say Notre Dame, I meant UCLA. UCLA is a classic, like, beats the bad teams. Yeah, okay. Gets crushed by good teams. So, I'll take UCLA here, grudgingly, depending on what the line goes to.
1: Yep, they they lose to the good teams, they beat the bad teams, that's why they're going to win and cover. <laughs> Dude,
2: this is the game where if you guys want to do this little parlay thing, this is the one where you've all got to put your money on Notre Dame. This is going to be your choice? You will find no better line. Can we boycott
0: day. that, though? <laughs> Can we do a mutiny? Can we throw you off the plank?
2: Um, off the pirate ship? I don't know. That's a, that's a life well, choice you have to make.
0: I mean, if you actually do choose this game as one of the four, Guthrie and I are going to start mocking you Like the minute we walk in and start watching games. We're going to start mocking you.
2: Oh, that's fine. You're coming into my house. You're coming into a sports (laughs) book. You're coming into a casino. You know, like I mean, you know, there are no hard surfaces in there. You know, everything, everything in there is just absorbed. You know, all that smoke, all that sweat, all that blood and tears, you know? That place is built for a man like me. I, I hate is to blo- it, Is it built for a man like you? That's a question I've asked
1: you have
3: to ask I, I, I hate to blow up a spot, but Mike does have, like, weekly calls with a sportsbook manager at Charlestown, so... You well, I- I I mean, know what he's you know, going to be? He's going to be... It like- wouldn't
1: surprise me to learn that Mike was born in a sportsbook, honestly.
0: <laughs> also, I'm going to say this. Mike's going to be the three-eyed raven in there, and Guthrie and I are going to be oh. the Skeletors... Oh. Climbing all over him, clawing his eyeballs out because he's going to take Notre Dame and put it in the four-team parlay. <laughs>
1: right. You, you have to you. trust. You have to trust Blood Raven. You trust it. Hashtag all right, Blood let's move Raven. to the next one.
3: Louisville at Indiana. Indiana seven-point favorites. Louisville plus seven here in Bloomington.
2: Mm,
3: I no like way. Louisville here. No way. I like Louisville. here. I like
2: Indiana. <laughs> I like <laughs> Indiana.
3: <laughs> I, oh, think, I think
2: I Guthrie was
3: right about Indiana.
2: I think they are a good team. I think they got caught in a terrible matchup with Duke. I think that carries over to the public opinion of them. But I like Indiana big time.
1: Indiana plays well at home,
3: big time. Yeah. yeah, Bloomington is a huge is a huge factor working in their favor. I think the biggest problem with them, their offense is great. They just turn the ball over too much. The Louisville, the new MAC defense is not you know turnover focused. Yeah, it's not that. So yeah. I, I I'll take Indiana here. I'll be that guy. I'm, I'm on Louisville. They're playing hard. They're playing well. They've got yeah, momentum.
0: They and they've shown they can win on the road, as referenced by the Saturday win at Seton Hall.
1: Next. It's a lot of points Thank there. you, I next. Just <laughs> <laughs> is that, an,
3: next. Uh, is that a, an Ariana
1: Grande reference? I, I believe so. <laughs> Thank I believe you, so. next. You, uh, yeah. I, I actually, I will also oh, take Louisville. I, I, like, I like what I'm seeing the last couple games. My boy Chris Mack bringing it.
3: Yeah.
2: Yeah. All right. Next okay, one. Well, there are going to be a lot of side bets in this Airbnb for whoever's going to swim on the air mattress.
0: You really don't even need to go to the sportsbook. You, we can all just gamble with each other. I mean, forget goodness sakes, Mike and I. You were, we're already on three different
3: sides, right?
1: I want to yeah. see the, the side of one. Uh, Mike's birth. Honestly, yeah, it would bring it, bring something special to the podcast.
3: All right, Connecticut versus Florida State, also in the Prudential Center in Newark, New Jersey. Florida State. We're looking at maybe nine point favorites against Connecticut, which is crazy. To <laughs> wow, me. nine come back points! To oh no!
1: Wait, where is this? It's in New Jersey. Yeah. Huh. That's
2: UConn country, man. I, I like, I like the, uh, I like UConn if they're getting nine. I like UConn there.
3: You... Too many. Yeah, it's. They're I not, agree. Yeah, it's too yeah. many. Give me UConn. It's just too many. Are we sure UConn's good?
0: No, they've lost to an mm-hmm. Iowa team. Not at all. Who but, is, you know, has struggled recently.
2: Yeah, I was kind of like okay. You know, they're not. They're not really great.
0: They lost to Arizona. They do have the Syracuse win, but I have the theory of the, the orange in uh, the New York water theory disrupted right. them. <laughs> Even though that you know they're just not used to New York. They've never been there. They've never played there. You know, they're just it's a foreign right. land to them, Syracuse. Of course, <laughs> of course, they're never to be found in that state. Regardless, you know what? I I hate to do this, but I'm going to take the the
3: big favorite here and go Florida State. They have not covered a lot of big spreads recently, but I will take it. They have not. They've had trouble covering I spreads. Yeah, I was about to
1: look that up, actually.
3: They've had a lot of trouble covering spreads. Yeah.
0: I mean, they're going to get to the line against this team, and I like that. I like teams who are going to be shooting a lot of free throws.
1: Taylor? Oh, I'm
0: UConn. Too many points. Yeah, I also also
1: like UConn. Um, Florida State's had a lot of trouble turning the ball over. UConn's gonna force some TOs, get on transition. I, I like it. Nine points is a lot.
3: It is a lot. Here we go. Pitt at West Virginia. West Virginia, your oh, baby. Yeah. West Virginia, your uh 12 point favorites.
1: Old school, old school matchup right here. Big I time.
0: like Pitt here to, to make a little bounce back play after a disappointing loss to who did they lose to last night? Niagara. Niagara. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's really bad. Yeah. Uh, not good. But I think they're gonna
3: uh, they're gonna at least keep it within an eight point loss. And Pitt looked good against Iowa. I mean, they were that was a tough loss for them. Away to Iowa. I I think they really should have By won, one can, point. Yeah. It was right there.
0: Well, yeah. was not had- good. I'm sorry. Got news for you guys.
1: They're pretty good. I think they're. I think they're decent. They're I on think... my fraud
0: list in the top twenty-five. Oh. So they're the fraud top twenty-five team.
1: Like the fraud 70, top team.
3: Seventy-five percent of the top twenty-five is on. Your I've got fraud Iowa, list. Kentucky, and Kansas. Luke is... Luke
2: is the Santa Claus of uh, <laughs> you know. No, I'm the TV Grinch. I'm the, yeah, I'm the Grinch right now. Uh, uh, okay, Mike, your turn. Uh, yeah, I I don't know. I mean, twelve seems like a lot to me, so it makes me want to take pit. But I'm also this is I'm, honestly, you know, sometimes you win games, win bets by staying away from them and this will probably be one that i'll stay away from i mean if you if you're trying to keep score i guess i'll take west virginia um but i do think pitt's legit um they're, they're they're a good squad so um i can see 12 being too much but i would not want to bet on this game All right? but i'll take west virginia
3: give me pitt next one also a huge old school big east rivalry georgetown Uh-oh. at syracuse
2: Syracuse. Oh, this is the one. This yeah, is the this one. Yeah, this
3: is huge. Syracuse going to be 13-point favorites. Wow. 13-point <laughs> favorites. Thirteen. It might go down. Oh, my God.
0: Wasn't there a line like this last year? It ended up going down to the wire in one of the yeah, ugliest yeah. brick fests we've seen yeah, did in a they while. Play, they played last year. How many houses did they build? Yeah, How many is, Venetians this, did they build with these bricks?
2: <laughs> <laughs> this game is built for a live line. I don't think you want any part of that. I would agree. Unless you're taking Georgetown. I will take Georgetown at those points. You're getting in the middle of it. Too much. Yeah,
3: yeah I'll take Georgetown. It's, it's cool. tough. I mean, this is a really, like, it's tough Seems to like assess. more of a
2: eight-point game when it finishes to me. I mean, and it's probably a one-possession game with five minutes left.
3: Okay.
1: Well, we actually all like Georgetown different. here, mm. yeah. but I assume. Well, I don't. I don't know. Maybe the line is going to be pretty similar to that. It. It might I, move a little bit. It down, could probably
3: move a little bit.
1: But I, I don't mean, G town plus plus thirteen is tantalizing.
3: Our last one for that Saturday: Virginia uh, hosting VCU. They are Ooh. looking to be seventeen-point favorites. VCU defense. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They're going to
0: get in your jersey. So it'll be a nice little
3: Florida State prep for Virginia. The the VCU defense is great. Their offense is nearly non-existent this year. They shoot Um,
0: like 27% from three... I'm assuming. Oh, it's, somewhere. it's really bad. It's, it's atrocious.
3: Really bad. It is not good. But
0: hey, I mean, teams have been getting into the paint against Virginia. That's been yeah, a little bit of Yeah, a, I mean,
2: I, if it's 17 points, I'll take VCU. I, it, that's usually a close game between the two of them. I like VCU there, plus 17. Plus, I they love Virginia. They haven't played in Charlottesville Virginia. since
0: that's right. they lost to that Shaka coach team on that. It wasn't Jamie Skeen, it was the other dude. Come on, you know. Help me out, Taylor. Will Wade? You're a VCU. No, it was a shocker team. It's the last time they played in Charlottesville, oh. so was the VCU win there Graham. on Graham. The yes. Briante. Thank you. Weber? Graham, Graham, yeah. I
1: think Graham was the one that hit that, that, that three at the yeah, end. Yeah, it was. So it's been a while since they played it's here. A really good team.
0: Uh, I'm not going against Virginia. They've been a cover machine. Got to ride them. Like I, Michigan. I'm riding Michigan, and they're like a personal ATM machine right now, boys. <laughs> <laughs> like, I think look, it's... look at the score against Northwestern I can't believe you guys aren't on this already
3: I, I think Virginia is a much better team I think it's, VCU's offense is so bad but it seems like so many points to take I'll take VCU
1: give me the who's Yeah. give me the who's 17 yeah. is not enough
3: not enough
0: getting respect off that name not the quality of ball okay I think that's it for the ACC teams. Mike, would you like to go over some other ones? Can you talk me into some mid-majors this
2: weekend? No, I'll do that in person. I think we'll be live tweeting and live streaming the whole thing. I mean, I am we we're, we're, all of this is going to be on the internet, which I'm excited about. Um, you know, we we're, we're going to be streaming the whole thing. So, hopefully, you know, those those listeners that do like to follow us on Twitter and, you know, through our live media outlets will enjoy it there, but uh yeah, no, I don't want to get too deep into the mid majors. You guys have already uh, gone so deep on the ACC. Uh, you know, I'll throw some nuggets for the for the people at home for uh, for when we're actually in Charleston.
0: Well, guys, I will say this: we did not have too much content. There wasn't too much meat on the bone. There wasn't too much on the chicken wing. But Mike, you did well. You ate the entire bone, <laughs> everything.
2: <laughs> and you know what? Gotta suck that marrow, man. No, it's that's, always, always. That's the sign of the animal. And yeah. not we we encourage now, not
3: we encourage everyone listening right now to uh, eat the entire chicken wing and subscribe <laughs> to Bone us, and all. like us on Facebook or Stitcher or Overcast or iTunes or your you know listening device of choice and then contact us, send us a tweet at ACCBballDeejuns. You can also find us on Facebook. You uh, can also find us in. Dodd on Saturday. Yeah, which, absolutely. Come come we'll stand yeah, out. Yeah. Come up to you the, guys, if you're buddy? in the West Virginia sportsbook, come up and talk to us, I guess. Yeah. Hollywood Casino,
1: Charlestown, yeah. West Virginia.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Were you guys Wild wearing your uh, ACC Basketball Degenerate t-shirts? Do you guys still have them? Because I never got one, even though I paid for it. What Listen, the hell?
0: We're not going to look like a bachelorette party up there, okay? I'm sorry. We're not doing that.
2: I, mean, I would like someone uh, to bring me a T-shirt. I'm please. wearing a I'm like wearing a, wear a pink
0: sash that says Cover make, Monster. You can make us all wear the T-shirts. And is Micah to get the tiara? Are we going to walk around like yes. that? <laughs> okay. That actually sounds. good. Like
2: I want I want to wear the T-shirt. No, across the back, I'm going to tape it. You know, Vegas Mike, so people know who we are. It'll be great.
0: All right, folks, that's it.
2: <laughs> Charlestown Charlie, chucking it up. Charlestown Chuck, who I like.